Fluent NYC presents the Be Fluent podcast, hosted by Marcia and Sina. Hi, and welcome to episode seven of the Be Fluent podcast. I'm your host, Masha. And I'm Sinan, and today we're going to finish our interview with Amanda Duran about Black Lives Matter, structural racism, and, uh, you know, today I think a little bit more about what we can do in, uh, in these times and everything. We're going to wrap it up, give you guys the interview to listen to, and as always, as you're listening, listen for this sound, which you'll hear... Anytime one of the vocabulary words that we reviewed in the last episode comes up in this interview. It was an absolute pleasure talking to Amanda and um, just hearing what she has to say. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to Amanda in the previous episode um, and can't wait for you to listen to the, the rest of this one. So yeah, without further ado, let's just cut right to it. Um, listen for those vocab words. And again, if you need to, Go back to the last episode, listen to those, re, you know, review those words one more time uh, so you, so the, the definitions are fresh in your memory. And as always, if you have any more questions about any other words that you're listening to and you don't understand, you can contact us on uh, any social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, etc. And we'll answer any questions you have about, I mean, anything, not even just vocabulary. But anyway, without further ado... Amanda Duren with Masha. Yeah. <laughs> On the social media, you can see like they're scratching. They're scratching to, you know, they're scratching to keep to, to maintain control, you know. As hopeful as I think a lot of us are, I think um it's also, it's really scary, you know, it's also really scary and, and okay, of course, no revolution has ever been bloodless. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, um, there, there have been these wonderful, like, um, like in, in different states, including in Manhattan, I think, I don't know, you know, on Fifth Avenue, uh, people painted Black Lives Matter in front of Trump's, um, hotel right and you know in Washington DC um and then you have these crazy people who are like no no just like erasing it you know and pouring paint on which is just god I mean it's just so symbolic of their idiocy and 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 supremacy um beliefs for sure so you know what what is it um that makes people so crazy, you know, just like, I think, I think we had talked about this, the, the comedian, um, oh, I forgot his name, but he, he had talked about how, you know, they can't even give us matter, you yeah. know, like black lives matter. Like it makes people act in such a weird way, you know? Well, yeah. What's your take on this ridiculousness of like all lives matter? Yeah. I mean, uh, like you said, I, it, speaks to you know an ingrained ideology of supremacy mm. and of um privilege that they do not want to relinquish um and you know it 
you know, back during, during Reconstruction, so after the Civil War, um, the one thing that, that allowed, you know, the, um, the plantation owners to sort of have control over everybody, and that's not even just, you know, uh, the freed slaves, that's all of the poor white farmers that were working too, was to, to ensure, you know, that their poor white people were believing that even if I'm poor, I'm still better than black people. I'm mm. still, um, and, and that absurd belief, which was based on a fake science, you know, a pseudoscience, um, ha you know, it, when you think about it, it's like, okay, so children are not born with these notions. Yeah. Um, they have to be taught them. So these are generations and generations of people um, who have been raised and then subsequently raised their children on these, these absurd notions of, you know, white being right and white being better and white being, you know, um, and it, it's, you know, to bring it back to, you know, or to, to mention again, social media mm. and the, like, and, and being sort of grateful for the smartphone's camera, uh, and its ability to, um, to record in the moments, these things that have been going on that, like yeah. you said, most of the, you know, most of the country, anyone that was not of color, I'll say, did not need to be aware of, of certain things that you had to do, certain ways that you had to maneuver in order to stay safe in certain situations. Um, when, when dealing with the police, when dealing with, I mean, when dealing with white people in general, like you can see that that is still happening, you know? Um, uh, uh, Amy Cooper, who was in Central Park and, and um, threatened to, well, didn't threaten, called the, called the police and faked this whole story. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's absurd how, how, how ugly and how um, self-serving and how opportunistic and how, um, deep-rooted these beliefs are you know i know that after she lost her job and after she lost her dog who was being strangled by her as she was putting on this whole show um she was crying i'm not a racist and and it's like <laughs> how how <laughs> yeah but you are <laughs> not if you have the audacity to knowing the system that you would be that you're that you're trying to put this man in who only asked you to leash your dog, which yeah. is what you legally are supposed to do in a park. Yeah. Um, that 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 she could use that privilege, and you know, and not think twice about it, knowing nothing twice about it. Meanwhile, he could have had he not been recording. He, there's only one other way it would have ended up. He would have been in jail or worse. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that storyline has been in existence since the beginning of the country. Um, and, you know, <laughs> the, 
it, yeah, I, it's, I, I don't, I don't have a, a response other than, you know, they are, their beliefs are tragically misguided, but they're, you know, um, they, they have been the system. They have been the system of the United States since its inception. And they are, you know, very comfortable with keeping it as such. So that again, even if they are poor, they're not, um, they're treated better, yeah. you know. Um, what are some what are some changes that you'd like uh, to see what are some I mean I'm sure there's a million but uh... well I mean obviously defunding the police and mm -hmm. when we talk about that obviously the people that want to maintain you know the systems and the status quo were quick to to um, to ignore what that really entails, um, which is to take some of the funding away. Why, why are police um, being called for mental health, mm. um, you know, and wellness checks? Why are police the ones that are um, dealing with the homeless? Why isn't, why, why, why isn't it that there are, are, are social workers, you know, mm -hmm. that are either training the police or, you know, um, so, and then, you know, that doesn't, the, the, the real element, well, the equally important element of defunding the police is putting that funding into community, um, community building projects um, where, you know, um, people are, are, are given access to job training and, and people are, are given access to, to mental health and people are given access to, um, to secure housing and to, you know, a secure source of income. Um, depending on your name, you can be um, discriminated against when it, when you, you know, when you're writing out a, a job application, you know? Um, and so, yeah, defunding the police is a big one. Um, yeah, I think it's a huge one. I think uh, people get so offended by it. It's like, oh, well, we need the police, right? But it's like, hey, nobody's saying, we're getting rid of the police, right? I think people don't understand the term to defund, right? It just means to kind of take away the funds or reduce the funds, right? In New York, the NYPD gets $6 billion a year, right? Um, they don't need to be in schools. Yeah, they don't need to be in schools. That's the right? schools. I mean, the they get the lion's share of our tax dollars, and it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy that they get the lion's share when we're we're put it, it's enraging it's enraging that you know the money that we pay in taxes is going to to just like abuse you know it's just exactly. systemic abuse exactly to maintaining that status quo and right so there were all these protests right and i think what i heard was de blasio said okay 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 i'll take a billion and then he put it into the education system, which is like, okay, great. But then the education system is going to use that to hire police. Yeah. It That's what I heard, right? Yeah, it wasn't, you know, it was a very... Um, it was just going to, same thing's going to happen. It's just going to... Yeah, it was a sleight of hand, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we're just going to reroute that money. <laughs> exactly. 
differently. So, you know, and again, that speaks to what we were talking about before, where, you know, the system does not no. want, you know, it's going to do whatever it can to, um, to keep itself, to keep itself going. And, yeah. um, yeah, so, you know, these continuing to talk about it and, you know, staying informed and, 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 donating and you know being bodies in the streets and you know calling senators and, and making sure that people are registered to vote mm. and definitely um like combating the absurd notion that during a pandemic voter voting by mail when we have our election coming up mm. is it like you know is a sham you know or, or something that's going to create a problem as you know trump and his allies are are claiming um you know fighting against that and you know making sure that that is um is 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 the way of the country come come yes. november um you know we can we can look back to some of the primaries and you know it was, i want to in kentucky <laughs> they went from like 32 or 3300 um voting stations to down to a hundred less than 200 yeah. Um, yeah one in like each major city yeah and, i mean talk about voter suppression and talk about it's you know in certain areas too right, right. it's like suddenly the, there are no polling stations right and then gerrymandering has been a mm -hmm. thing you know what i mean setting creating these these ditch these um districts that will you know favor favor republican um wins is is another way of silencing the people and mm -hmm. the you know what does give me hope is that you know with black lives matter with you know all of those movements i talked about before you know and again all of them are sort of iterations of other of you know older of older um yeah of older movements um but they they remind they remind us of our collective power mm -hmm. and um so that that gives me hope and yeah definitely the world recognition and the world involvement i mean i i yeah i <laughs> um do you have any recommendations for books uh that Ooh. people can read yes so many yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, if you want to look at uh, sort of older people, you can definitely uh, read older, you know, <laughs> uh, James Baldwin. Hmm. Um, you yeah. can definitely read, I mean, go back to the abolitionists, you know, Frederick Douglass. Um, you can, you can go to uh, Harriet Tubman. Uh, any, you can uh, read any of Martin Luther King's speeches. You can um man there's so many uh you can read you know the work of like the the literary works of maya angelou and tony morrison um i'd say more recent people you know uh roxanne gay bad feminist tanahasi coates um between the world and me or you know they were eight years in power or you know any any of his articles or um uh there's a the black women's history of the united states um i guess any poetry by lucille clifton could be if you're into poetry that's amazing um 
There's a lot. Uh, Eloquent Rage by Brittany Cooper is a new one. Um, there's there's really a lot. Anything by Angela Davis, uh, her her newest mm. book, Freedom is a Constant Struggle. Um, uh, how to be an anti-racist is a good one for anyone that has, you know, that has a white skin that has not been aware or you know, feigned ignorance to all of this um, by Ibram X. Kendi. Um, yeah, there's, there is so much. And I think, you know, if you pick up any of those, you'll, you'll end up finding your way. Oh, the new Jim Crow, Michelle Alexander. Um, and that's really about the whole prison industrial complex and you know, everything that's happened sort of um with the uh that started really with the um the campaign the war on drugs you know it's sort of like it i mean it goes it goes uh it starts earlier than that but i mean the the whole mass incarceration sort of began because of of that and um yeah so there's there's a lot um, that's a good start i think <laughs> cool. um well, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I hope I uh, did some justice to all of this, all of this injustice and all of this that needs to be, I mean, it needs to, it all needs to be broken down. This whole system all needs to be raised to the ground and, and started anew. Because yeah. yeah. It's never been just, it's never been fair. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so we'll be in touch. <laughs> we will. We will. We'll keep talking. <laughs> so that was awesome. Um, one more time, thank you, Amanda. That was a phenomenal interview. Uh, there's so much more to talk about regarding. Uh, Black Lives Matter and structural racism and all of the problems in our country and in our culture here. Um, and of course, we'll come back around to this topic. It's, it's always relevant. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll move on from here. Um. Yeah, so um, with the election uh, only 22 days, 21 days away, um, I think that we will be focusing on um, on that topic. So stay tuned. Um, it's a very important time to uh, know what's going on and to hear uh, what people think. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's probably too late to register to vote, but I guess most of our listeners probably... Uh, are not citizens of the United States, probably. Uh, if, if that's not true, my apologies. But, um, yeah, we'll definitely be back with more. Uh, stay tuned for uh, news about that. Um, as always, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at BeFluentPodcast. Uh, you can follow the school at BeFluentNYC for news about the school and updates about classes you can take online and all of that. Uh, Masha, how can they find us on Instagram and Facebook? Uh, yeah, you can find us at NYC, all one word, uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Great. So, uh, 
that note. Enjoy the fall. Uh, summer's over. And we'll be back soon with episode 8. See you folks later. Bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you liked this episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.